Welcome to Chat with Leaders. My name is Chris LeFay, and I will be your host today. You know, when you go to a party or a group event or just in general, some kind of social gathering, right? When you're introduced to new people, you know, the go-to line is, you know, hi, my name's Chris LeFay, and I design websites for a living. And then, you know, we talk all about, you know, our job and our business and what we do. Then all those things are well and good. But a lot of times that job and that role end up defining you as a person. And then when that job is taken away, then that, I won't necessarily say meaning in life, it's a little bit too far, but, you know, you lose that sense of identity. And so I wanted to talk with Kelly Conwisher a little bit about this today because with her and her business, you know, they really help people define who they were meant to be, not relative to a job title or the things that they do on a day to day basis, but really why they were put here on this earth and what their true giftings and talents are that would then serve them, not just in their current job and role, but in all the various aspects of their life. And as you start to realize that how your mindset shifts over time to where you're actually doing things that fall into that gifting rather than just pushing buttons and doing a job. So I'll let Kelly take it from here and kind of walk through kind of part of what that process looks like. So actually, something I wanted to ask you about was, I know we've worked together for a while, but the whole two words thing, where did that come up? Where did that kind of get started from? It comes from the work of a guy named Kevin McCartney. It was a little book that Kevin had put out on two-word technology. And Will found it and really enjoyed it. And then it wound up getting put into our process. And what resonated with y'all, with what Will read through that, what resonated to where it was like, yes, this is critical. This is super important. It's a great way to know when you're going to feel energized and light up and feel like you're at your best and a great way to know, why am I feeling tired right now? Like, why is this something that takes way more effort than it should? So I think that's one way is to really be able to put into words, okay, where am I at my best? Why do I have energy right now? Why does this feel so good? What can I do? You know, the best kind of thing versus then the, um, the understanding of like, this really makes me tired and, I, and it frustrates me. And the other thing is, is that the two are technology. So Kevin McCarthy's book, The On Purpose Person, Making Your Life Make Sense by Kevin McCarthy. That's where we got it. The other reason is because it's a way to talk about your life as an integrated whole. The two are technology is not about what's your one thing at work or what's your one thing at church or your one thing in your hobbies or with your family. It's what's your one thing all the time. And when you name it, you really start to get, get into that place of really understanding who am I, no matter what context I'm in or what role I'm playing. So like Dave's two words are fostering congruence. And so when he gets to go into a room and foster congruence, fostering is about creating, nurturing. He, he likes things to be always changing, but never random. So he's looking to foster, take care of, hold things in tension and the congruence, but to make them make sense. It's never random. And when he can walk into a room and foster congruence, he feels great. 
whether it's with his family or at work, on the golf course, <laughs> when he can't, when there's not a space for him to do that at home or work or anywhere else, then it, it doesn't feel super good. I'm the same way. Mine are empowering momentum. And when I can walk into a room or, or live my life where I'm helping my husband reach his goals or have a great day, I'm empowering momentum there. When I'm helping my kids you know, with their homework or just getting together with their friends or just helping them be successful or when I can get the laundry done <laughs> and I can empower some momentum with the laundry, like right. I'm feeling great. When I can't, when things are stuck or there's obstacles in the way or worse, I can't see. Like I can't see where the resources are coming from or how things are going to get sorted and I can't empower anything to keep moving. I'm not at my best. That's, that's a really challenging place for me to be. So I think it has two things. One, it helps you understand where you're at your best and then also where you're going to get frustrated or tired. And it helps to integrate your life into one. I'm one person and this describes me in every context or whatever role I'm playing at the time. Why do you think that we as people default to defining ourselves by our jobs and our goals rather than personally? I want to start with our work is an enormous part of our day. It's an enormous part of our contribution that we make to the community and to our families. There's a real joy in working, we believe that work is a gift. And that might sound weird until you meet someone who's lost their job. And then there's a sense of helplessness or a loss of dignity that comes into play. So I do want to honor the fact that I think work is a natural place for us to think about who we are, because it is where we contribute and, and where we get to use our talents and our gifts in a more targeted way. I do think, though, that Without it being balanced into who we are as whole persons, it can be an overplayed or a, a detrimental way to think about who we are. Because then what happens is we aren't thought about, we don't think about ourselves as an individual or as a person. We just think about ourselves in a utilitarian kind of way. Well, what do I do? Each one of us is way more than what we do. So I would say, though, that I think part of the reason that we tend to reduce it down to what we do is because it's easy to access. You know, if you're at a party or you're at a, on the street, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> you know, it kind of just helps you get to know somebody. It helps you get to know like, oh, that's what they studied in school. Or that's the kind of, of things that they like, you know, that those are the types of spaces they gravitate towards, whether it's art or medicine or technology. Um, so, so I think it's easy to access. It's a way to connect. Once you start getting down into the other aspects that make us a whole person, which include our story, our relationships, our spiritual health, our emotional health, those things are deeper, right? So we have to start having yeah. bigger conversations. We actually need to be in a relationship with one another that avoid that it involves trust and some vulnerability. So I just think it's a healthy way. It's a place to start in an unhealthy way. It's just not where we should end. And starting kind of defining yourself by, you know, these two words or whatever that ends up being at a personal level, when you introduce yourself as, hi, my name is Chris. I conduct connection with people. That initial thought is, okay, wait, we're not talking surface level here of jobs and roles and responsibilities. You're almost automatically going one level deeper than that. Then what is, you know, traditional easy starter topics about talking about the weather and whatever sporting events have happened within the last couple of weeks. Yeah, just when you said that, you're already inviting me into your story. That's what's so great about sharing your two words is this is this is I you know can kind of kind of share I empower momentum. And then 
automatically there's an invitation to learn more. Like I already want to ask you a thousand questions. Tell me more about that. So I do like it for that reason. It's beyond the simple, what do I do every day into who am I? And it's invitational. It's meant to be, to broaden and open up conversation. This episode is brought to you by Inspire EDU, a nonprofit organization putting technology devices into the hands of Atlanta's underserved communities. The need for technology devices has accelerated due to the pandemic, and Inspire EDU makes a positive difference helping marginalized learners. Through its partners and supporters like you, Inspire EDU helps learners become 21st century scholars. Learn how you can support their mission at iuatl.org. Do you have an example of somebody that you've worked with in the past that you really got to see kind of come out of their shell a little bit where they were so ingrained in their I'm defined by what I do, how I, you know, how I provide for my family and then going through this realization process of like, oh, wow, life makes a lot more sense now. We've had tons of those breakthrough moments at Unique. One of them was an attorney who participated in the process and got all the way to the end and looked at her whole Unique life plan and looked at me and said, I now know why my first job didn't work out. So she had gone to a really great law school and had gotten in a really great job at a very lucrative law firm, you know, really great salary, great potential, and didn't work out didn't make it. And she's been very happy in the firm that she's in now, but never quite understood what was it about that experience that didn't work. But until she could name it, and in part it was her two words, but in part it had to do with everything, like what she valued versus the firm's value, where her two words were going to light up versus another's. Like, so once she saw all that and she realized it wasn't a failure, I didn't fail. <laughs> and and right? the firm yeah. didn't fail me. It just wasn't a fit. I wasn't able to be the person that God created me to be there. And that was really super important. I think another one is, you know, shaping solutions. Those are two words of someone who had always been like taught, you know, you're supposed to climb the ladder. You're supposed to be in charge. You're supposed to like become the CEO. You know, just that whole idea of promoting and getting more leadership, making more money. And at the end of the day, realized, you know, I'm created to help support and shape and create salute. I'm not created to be the person that's out at the tip of the spear, you know, creating direction or strategy or, or things like that. And just being able to live into that, just be like, golly, if I can do what I do every day, what I've got created to do every day, I feel great. And so it just allows people the freedom to really make their choices, not what the world says success looks like. And it's so easy to get caught in the corporate ladder of things. And just once you start down one path, to just keep on going. Like it's, it's the whole difference between being content and being complacent. Once you're in that road and you're heading in that one direction, it's a lot easier to stay going straight. It's not as easy to, you know, take one of the exits off the road and make a U-turn. I've gotten on a turnpike before where I shouldn't have gotten on a turnpike and the next exit was 40 miles. So we literally, my wife and I drove in one direction for 40 miles and then had to make a U-turn and come back around. And that's what I feel like a lot of people feel like is once they're on their road and their path, 
they have to stay straight. There aren't any other options because they're doing exactly what their family has told them year over year as they grew up or whatever their employer tells them. And they don't really, if they're not comfortable within that, then it's going to continue to rub them the wrong way for a really long time. Yeah. And I think another great thing about the two-hour technology is sometimes you can't change your circumstances, right? It's like, it's not like you could always be like, I'm just going to quit my job and start doing something else. And you can kind of feel a little bit of the tension in the system. Like, right. Like I don't love my boss. I don't love my job description. I'm, I'm kind of fighting for energy each day or motivation to kind of do this work. But what I always coach people on is like, what are ways in which you can live out of your two words in the situation that you find yourselves? So like, you know, maybe as an employee, I can't empower momentum for the whole company or for like the, you know, like the CEO is not interested in me. <laughs> right. that but, but, you know, what I could do is empower momentum for the small team I'm on or the project that I'm assigned. Or I could also look at, well, at work right now is not my best opportunity to empower momentum. So I need to find the way that I can do that. But let me look at ways in which I can empower momentum in my family or in the places where I am serving as a volunteer or through church or whatever, so that you have those healthy outlets. So that's another way that the two-word technology really can help is you can think like, where can I design my life to be able to do more of it, even if there are constraints around me that I can't control? And I've realized that fully over the last year at our church, we go to a pretty small one and I've realized I've had to go and stretch myself in a lot of different ways that I've never been stretched before in the past. And understanding that my kind of whole goal is to conduct connection with other people and help them figure out how they can connect with others. It's put everything in a completely different light in terms of whether I'm on a stage doing something, whether I'm behind the scenes doing something, whether I'm outside giving food in boxes to people, how I connect with those people kind of puts all these different areas of things that I never thought I had the ability to do. But viewing it in a completely different context really puts kind of that mission on the top of it, not necessarily the action of whatever that is. And so it's really interesting to see kind of a, a real life example of it working out that way. That's a great example. Yeah, I really can't help you realize, oh, I can be somebody who's bringing value and enjoying it if I can see the ways in which to really live out of my two words and not try to live up to somebody else's two words. Right, exactly. So to kind of wrap all this up, I'd love to hear a little bit about what you're working on right now. And if there's anything that you'd like to kind of mention here at the end of the show about, you know, what's happening in your life and what you'd be interested in plugging. The last year and change has really been a, a disruption of, of lots of ways. And there are tons Just of people little. that are now like asking the question, like, I don't want to go back to my old life. Like all of us, we mm -hmm. couldn't wait for the pandemic to be over and certainly praise God, we're making strides to beat the pandemic down. But there's lots of people saying, well, I want to move forward. But as it turns out, like, I don't want to just go back to the life I had, whether that's work or the scheduled busyness or and for some people, 
you know, they reconnected to hobbies or dreams or ideas that they'd given up long ago, but when they couldn't go out to eat, they couldn't, <laughs> couldn't go anywhere. All of a sudden it was like, oh, you know, that novel I've always been wanting to write. I started working yeah, on it. Or, or exactly. So at Unique, what we're all about is designing your life and helping you to design your life in a way that helps bring you joy. And it also helps to make a contribution to the community that we live in around us. So we are, we're helping people now as, as we move out of the pandemic. If you're feeling that urge, like do it, change something, like be mm-hmm. intentional about designing what comes next. What is your next chapter? And don't just let it happen to you. Design it and design it with intentionality. So we've got two ways to do that. Always, we have our unique on call, which is our courses that we walk you through some tools. Some Your Story Matters is a great course that just helps you to map your story and begin to think about what you want that next chapter to be. Life Planning 101 would be another great one because that's all about where do you want to go next. So if you're looking for tools for that, you can go to lifeunique.com, go to courses, and you'll see some great courses you could do on your own time. But if you want to go all the way in, full full life design with a coach and a big experience and a deep dive. breakthrough deep dive, our next four-day adventure will be in Atlanta in October October 18th through the 22nd, I believe. And if you're interested in that, just head on over to lifeunique.com slash accelerator. Um, we accelerate your progress. We accelerate your clarity. So we call it an accelerator because it is a otherwise known as a life design boot camp. But it's a great way to get clarity to get it fast. So the 18th through the 21st, actually, in Atlanta. If you're interested in that, we'd love to help you name your two words and design your next chapter. That sounds superb. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Kelly. I really do appreciate the time. Thanks for having me, Chris. It's always fun to work with you. Hey, this is Chris LeFay, and thank you for investing your time listening to our podcast today. We would be thrilled if you could subscribe, rate, review, and share this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please also visit our LinkedIn page to join our leadership community by clicking follow. We're grateful for your engagement and for sharing the inspiration coming from our guests so that we can add value to aspiring leaders in your network. Have a remarkable week and go be a leader worth following.